0: Welcome to Still Buffering, A Cross-Generational Guide to the Culture That Made Us. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy.
1: And I'm Taylor Smurl.
2: Well, I didn't watch them, but TikTok uh, told me a lot about the Golden Globes the other night, and I felt like it was relevant to uh, to our podcast because um, there some blasphemy
0: occurred. You mean Taylor Swift? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the guy who hosted—I've never heard of this man before, but I don't—I don't know who on his team was like, "You should take a shot at Taylor Swift for your first ever major like TV gig." Um, but that, that can't have been a good call.
2: That was really what shocked me. So I didn't—I didn't watch it, but I, but TikTok was exploding. Well, sometimes I'll look at the dresses and the outfits. Like sometimes yeah. TikTok will show me like some of the outfits, and I'm just like, I don't know, I'm not like a fashion person, but. Jillian Anderson wore a dress covered in vaginas, and I got to look at that. I got to look at that.
1: Love that for her.
2: I I love her. I love, also, it was a beautiful, tasteful vagina dress.
1: Only Jillian Anderson could pull that off.
2: It was, it was really a good, if you haven't seen it, I would highly recommend, check it out, and you're going to see a picture from afar, and you're going to go, this is not a vagina dress. You have to zoom in and look at the print on the skirt to see that they're all vulvas.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> anyway, I definitely did not see that. Yeah. For that.
2: It, well, I saw somebody talk about it, so then I had to look at a picture and zoom in and see what they were talking about. And I was like, "Yes, Jillian Anderson. Yes, okay." Oh gosh.
1: She just gets cooler and cooler the older she gets. I don't understand what's happening there. What what contract mm-hmm. she signed? But good so for her. Cool.
2: So cool. But then people were talking about like, "Can you believe this host?" Who I had also never heard of, and um, I don't. I don't know that it's important for me to learn his name now because I will not be seeking out his comedy in the future.
0: <laughs> well, and I can't imagine he's going to be getting any more major hosting games.
1: <laughs> yeah. Man, the, I mean, to go for Taylor Swift and also to make jokes at the expense of the Barbie movie yes. that directly go against the whole point of the Barbie movie. Yes. That was really sad to see.
2: It was, it yeah. was... Like they, like the look on people's faces, everyone was describing it as disappointed. And that's the, that's, that was really the the vibe was like, did you, did you see the movie? Because the joke you just made, that's what the movie's about. That's the whole, yeah. like.
1: Th- this is, this is meta. This would be written into the script of Barbie mm-hmm. if it was <laughs> yeah. happening in real life.
2: Yeah. It was so, it was just, and, and I mean, beyond the fact that, like, that was not—I mean—that you missed the point. Beyond that, it wasn't funny. It's just not a funny joke. It wasn't funny. The that joke wasn't funny, and the joke about Taylor Swift wasn't funny. No, they weren't funny. And then, of course, when he wasn't getting laughs, he got mad at the audience because that's—that's mm-hmm.
0: like classic toxic and he said, male behavior I, is he said i didn't write all these jokes i just wrote the ones you guys are laughing at
2: and i only had yeah. 10 days
0: <laughs> i only had wow. 10 days to prepare for this
1: so i told you know, him okay so what did you do with the other yeah nine days and 23 hours yeah. i am
2: i'm not a comedian but if you gave me 10 days to come up with jokes about about movies and TV and celebrities, I guarantee you I could come up with at least one joke that was better than any of the mean jokes he said.
1: This is Sydney's pitch to host the Golden Globes.
2: (laughs) I don't ever want to host anything. Hosting would not be a good gig for me. I would not enjoy that and I would not be good at it. I'm just saying.
0: I'm just saying. It really makes you wonder what happened with that because the fact that he had 10 days and that's who they came up with makes me think that someone probably more famous was supposed to do it and then they had to scramble i don't or else they just couldn't find anybody because i mean i was thinking like didn't tina fey and amy poehler host it one year and like wasn't it a big deal when ricky gervais hosted it and like made unfunny jokes like they've had actually famous people host the golden globes before where did this guy come from i
2: wondered about that too because i usually know who the host is like i've usually heard of the host And we watch stand-up comedy sometimes, Justin and I do. So, like, I feel like even if he was just sort of famous in stand-up comedy circles, I would have at least heard of him. I don't know. I know. I, I, I mean, but, I, man, if nothing else, even if you can't think of anything funny to say, even if you're up there telling jokes that bomb, how did no one in the room say... We probably shouldn't tell a joke about Taylor Swift, yeah, how did how is there how was everyone so ignorant to the cultural landscape and to first of all Taylor Swift fans and secondly, just like how exhausted we all are with the conversation about Taylor Swift's boyfriends like how how was there no one in the room who said N- no
0: one's gonna like that? Yeah, I don't know. And did you see her reaction? Because she very clearly did not like it. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed that.
2: Which she was. She's been criticized for her reaction. Which, like, her reaction is she didn't laugh. She didn't laugh because it wasn't funny.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, and I mean, there were a lot of other people that didn't laugh Mm -hmm. while the camera was on their face. Like (laughs) Martin Scorsese was not laughing. Ryan Gosling was not not laughing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly.
0: Ryan Gosling was not laughing. They showed him when he said Barbie's about a plastic doll with big boobies. And he was just sitting there like, "Mm,
1: come on, man. Come on. Well, and and Margot Robbie was doing the laugh that every woman can recognize, which is, I am so uncomfortable. Uh So I'm just going to smile and laugh awkwardly. (laughs) Like, how
2: is this possible? How is it possible that... I mean how do you make that movie and everybody watches it and it has, there's so much like cultural conversation about it. And then you tell that joke about it. But I mean, like, I don't know. Is it, are we a step forward because of the reaction that that joke has gotten when you consider that? And it was, I don't know if it was the golden globes or it may have been the Oscars. Do you remember when Seth MacFarlane did the whole song about all the actresses whose breasts he'd seen in movies?
1: Jesus Christ.
2: So, I mean, I guess we've moved forward from that as a society. I don't know. Have we?
1: Well, I mean, at the end of the day, those jokes still get approval. Like, it's a bit of a have it both ways, right? Because we need need this show to appeal to a wide range of audience across America. So we got to tell the good old misogyny jokes, but we'll have the camera cut to a woman not laughing feminism
0: <laughs> i just i this i i'm never gonna host the golden globes but if i was
1: <laughs> what that me, to be the, the, i'm they, putting my foot down <laughs> i'm
0: put my foot down i'm never gonna do it that's my line in this hand i've drawn if you ask but, i'm saying no
1: but if, right. they, <laughs> if they maybe riley's a no
0: i'm a no if they handed me that joke and i had that job I can't tell you how quickly I would say no. There is nothing you could tell me to convince me like, okay, you're right. Maybe that would be a good joke to tell. If he's but, if he's being honest when he says, I didn't write these jokes. You know, other people wrote them. That, I I still believe he wrote the unfunny ones because, you know. Well, and he, that's what I was thinking
2: because I, I sat there for a second trying to think, okay, obviously this guy is not the most well-known because I didn't know who he was. And he was offered this huge opportunity to make himself well-known and it was probably intimidating. And he's sitting in a room full of writers who I don't know if it's his team or a team assigned to this. I don't know. I don't know where they came from. And someone, according to him, he said, the jokes you're laughing at are the ones I wrote. So I guess from that, we could surmise that the Barbie joke, the Taylor Swift joke, he didn't write because nobody laughed at those. Mm -hmm. Uh, So if we give all that, if, if we accept that as truth, Someone else in that room pitched him that joke. And I tried to imagine, was it just like he didn't feel like he could say no? Was he not allowed to say no? Was there was there so much pressure and he was so, like, trying to please everyone? I tried to put myself in that headspace for just a second. And I thought, there is no amount of pressure or any sort of, like, you know, this is my shot and I don't want to blow it feeling that I could ever experience that would make me tell a joke that was mean about Taylor Swift. I wouldn't do it. And there is no sort of pressure that would make me tell a joke that is so clearly stereotypical and offensive and reductive to a whole segment of the population. The Barbie joke, yeah. meaning women. Yeah. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that no matter what, no matter what the opportunity was I'm that, you know, I mean, it, it speaks to like who you are as a person,
0: especially with Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie. Like, in the room like yeah it's not just offensive to women like those are the women that made the movie and they're right there (laughs) right there i I mean did you did you see the other drama that occurred not including this man when selena
2: gomez was whispering to taylor swift Mm -hmm. i i have
0: heard interpretations
2: of what was said but i don't know if it's true
0: the professional lip readers on TikTok <laughs> have gotten into this. Which it if involves, you all haven't seen It involves Timothy Chalamet, I have heard. Oh, it God. involves Timothy Chalamet who now is dating Kylie Kylie Jenner? Is it Kylie? Is, is it that
1: Kylie? I didn't know that was true Is is that a Jenner?
0: I Well, I know it's a Jenner. <laughs> I can't remember if it's Kendall or Kylie. It's it's the one who didn't. Kendall's the mom. Is
1: Kendall no, the mom? No, not no, the, Chris
0: mom. Is no, the mom. That,
1: Chris Chris is the mom. What is this? All with a
0: K. I think Kylie, I think it's Kylie because she's the one that did the lip kits. Mm -mm. The one that did the makeup. Sure. Um, (laughs) Dating Timothy Chalamet. Wonka. And they were at the Golden Globes together. Yes, Wonka. Um, (laughs) Of course. His most famous role. (laughs) Sure. Um, (laughs) To me, he's Wonka. Disrespectful Gene Wilder. (laughs) (laughs) He's Wonka. Uh, So they were there together and what it looks like because it's, selena gomez whispering something to mm-hmm. taylor swift and taylor swift's friend kelly teller who is the wife of miles teller um and she is whispering something and the last thing she whispers is her shaking her head saying and she said no and they both go oh what like oh my god and, it and then looks she like,
2: mouthed a bad word but we can't say it on this podcast
0: yeah we can't say that but it looked like kelly teller said timothy and what people are surmising is Selena Gomez said, I asked to take a picture with him. And she said, no. And she said, Timothy? And she said, yes. And they went, oh. So I guess assuming that she asked to take a picture with Timothy Chalamet and Kylie Jenner said no, I think is, is the that's thing the that assumption people are getting. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know. Are I
1: have a heart- I'm just trying to picture what world that Selena Gomez has to ask for. Pictures with other famous people, like I the
0: also was thinking about that. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, I just,
1: I don't know. I, I call, I call BS on that. Yeah, supposition. Cause I
2: because I would say, like in terms of like celebrity status, aren't they pretty equal? Wouldn't you put them I, about the
0: same?
1: I would. I would put her a, a few notches above him just by how long she's me, been around.
0: Yeah, she is more famous to me. But well, okay, I, and I think. Generation.
2: I think that maybe they're famous in slightly different circles of the, like, different, Mm -hmm. like, cuts. But, like, either way, there's no... It is not like somebody who just got a break and has just gotten a part in a movie and people are just starting to learn who they are walked up to Meryl Streep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who I imagine, by the way, if you ask to take a picture with Meryl Streep, don't you think she's probably so, like, nice about it and, like, very chill and very cool and... I just feel like Meryl Streep would be so cool. We were talking about this last night. Justin and I were watching Only Murders in the Building because we haven't watched this season ever, and so we're just watching it now. We're way behind. And we were, he said, what do you think it would be like to talk to Meryl Streep? And I said, I couldn't. I couldn't. If I had an opportunity to talk to Meryl Streep, I would just stand there, mouth agape. What, what would you say to Meryl Streep? She's just amazing. Mm-hmm.
0: She's Meryl Streep. But I do yeah.
2: think she'd be very nice.
0: Well, and she was sitting at the same table as Selena Gomez because they were in Only Murders together.
2: I I don't I couldn't say anything to her. I'm sure Selena Gomez can talk to her but I mean I couldn't.
1: Yeah. Selena Gomez seems really cool with old people. What like yeah. there was a clip of her talking mm-hmm. to Harrison Ford at the reward at the awards and it's like you know and she's in the show with, with Steve Martin and and uh, Martin Short and Martin Short. She just seems to be friends with all of the coolest mm-hmm. like older generation in Hollywood and good Mm -hmm. for her for that (laughs) it's a great great circle of friends to be in with
2: yeah that would be nice yeah but
0: I wouldn't I wouldn't know what to say
2: anyway yeah I uh I didn't I didn't watch the Golden Globes and now I guess I'm glad I didn't
0: (laughs) I didn't either I just saw this on TikTok to be fair I guess I should say that I don't have cable I used to watch all the award shows but
2: i don't know it's just so the, long
1: an oh, oppenheimer won a lot which yeah i i haven't seen that movie i don't plan to yeah you know.
0: neither <laughs> barbie only won two i can't believe that
1: yeah but at least billy eilish won yeah,
0: yeah that's true i was very happy about that i thought i like oh go ahead well, I,
2: I I was about to say I think Barbie was way better than Oppenheimer, but I'm saying that having never seen Oppenheimer, I was
0: going to say <laughs> yeah, I've never I seen it
2: either.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I understand what it's about, and I'm like, nope, don't need that. Don't. Yeah, need I don't either. That I don't need that. I don't. Uh, well, and I, apparently, I mean, just to add the, the 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 to the misogyny party that the night was, one of the men that lost the musical nomination to Billie Eilish like posted a picture of his like. Thank you speech in the trash. Oh my it's god! Like, why did you why? I think it was it was somebody else that worked on the Barbie movie soundtrack, but I guess he thought he should have won over. He should. I, I mean, it's it, it, again, it just it's the script itself that he wrote. I'm just Ken, and he thought he should have won over Billie yeah. Eilish. Is what am I made for? Like, yeah, that's that's the point of the movie. You also mm-hmm. didn't watch the movie, which is weird because you worked on it.
0: Yeah, you worked on the movie. <laughs> He just watched I'm Just Kin. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's
1: it. Cool. He was really about that song.
0: Yeah. Fragile, <laughs> fragile men. Mm. Oh, well.
2: Well, that's not. I don't know. I don't have a transition from this into
0: <laughs> our topic. Squid Games. Oh, God. Guys, it's the wildest thing I've seen on TV in a while. And I just, I just, I'm really glad we're talking about it because the more I talk to other people who've seen it, we all just sit there with a collective sense of like
1: i can't believe this was made <laughs> i feel like it it did injury to my soul it did injury to our collective souls this show right
2: was was it filmed <sighs> on the same set as the original show
0: they i don't think so
2: they were because
0: both... i saw a video of someone who was in it saying that they were in oh i want to say england Oh. Mm.
2: Well it was both Netflix, so I just wondered it was such a perfect reproduction of the yeah. original show that I had this thought like, oh, did they just put them in the because that would be creepy <laughs> That would be yeah. even creepier
1: um, I'm sure that the the movie had sets so this looked like a fully functional facility of some kind
0: that's what it was and they were just in there and like didn't have clocks and like didn't have their phones and just were living on like their I mean it was like they were in the real squid games except yeah. you don't die die. You can tell, too, um, that
2: they are there much longer than what the show makes, like, that there are time jumps happening um, and that they must be undergoing some of the... I mean, because, like, not letting people know cues of night and day, lights and sounds that they can't control, that interrupt sleep and stuff, like, controlling their food, these are all kinds of, like... Uh, Well, one torture, (laughs) but yeah, uh, I mean, torture is the first thing that comes to mind. But like, it's also a good way to like brainwash people.
0: Um, Yeah, I saw someone say it's like the Stanford prison experiment.
2: (laughs) Well, with games (laughs) and and you start seeing like there were several times where they start talking about, especially as it gets lower in numbers, about like teamwork. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there thinking, guys, it's like a game show. Like only one of you. Why are you talking about teamwork? That's what I was saying. It's like only one of you can win. How are they so like bonded when only one person is going to get any money? But like it makes sense if you think about how messed up their thinking must have been by the end of all that.
1: Mhm. Yeah, that's what the the and I mean again, this is I mean, it's a lot of it this is just editing, but the emphasis on like people being somehow morally unsavory with their decisions when they're they're just playing a game. Like, you're making the decision that works best. And there was an insistence on, like, no, we're going to play the game fair. We're going to play the game right. It's like, well, that's not, like, if this was a matter of life or death, like in the actual Squid Games, maybe that would matter because, you know, you're you're playing Mm -hmm. with other people's lives. But then the fact that every testimonial by, by a person on this seemed to be, like, You know, in a lot of reality shows, the reason they want the money is I want to open a restaurant or I Mm -hmm. "I want to start my small business. Most of these people's reason was like, I want to be able to retire and I never will. Or I've got crippling medical debt and I would like to pay it off. Or like, I want my child to be able to afford college. Like, it was really intense, sad reasons that these people needed money. So I don't know. Maybe it was life or death in a way.
2: Yeah. For the most part, I, I thought that was kind of, I don't know, it That's too much like the real
1: squid games for me. Mm -hmm. I think that was on purpose, which is dark.
2: Yeah, that was really that was rough for me to see all these people like who very clearly. Now, I mean, I don't think we could make the case that anybody needs whatever four and a half million dollars, but they needed financial assistance. You don't need four and a half million dollars. You need money, but you don't need four and a half million. Yeah. Yeah. But then yeah, I was but, sure that they had to, that was taxed, you know, so.
1: Yeah, well, and it wouldn't make a good, it wouldn't make a good TV show. But when you've got all of these people that it's like, really, you all need probably like 50 to $100,000. You could all just have some of this money and fix that big problem you have in your life. But, in, but instead, we, only one person can have it. <laughs> that's, yep. that's how society works. Yep.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is. And yeah. it, I. But and introducing as they try to do towards the end. I mean, it's not as much in the beginning, but like really towards the end, like this morality to it. I mean, there is no morality to capitalism and that's what it is. So
0: especially when they got down to that one of the last games, it wasn't the last one, but where they're rolling the die and they're all in a circle. And if you roll a five, then you're out, which is just like a I mean, it's just luck. So many of these games are just like it doesn't matter skill Mm -hmm. or anything. It's just luck. Um, but, and you could pick, you know, if I roll a five, either I will be the one that goes home or I will pick the person who goes home if I do. And the fact that all of them got mad at the woman who, spoiler alert, ended up winning, um, because she picked another person, like, I'm sorry, guys. If I was in that position, there is no way I'd be saying, like, I'm going to be altruistic in this moment, uh, and, and put one of you, you know, put myself at risk instead of one of you. Mm-hmm. Like, I, there's just no way. I, I, I'm not risking anyone's life by doing that. I, I don't understand like the, the the shock at her being like, yeah, I'm going to call out this other person. I'm like, why aren't you all doing that?
1: What? It was also weird because I felt that the reason she chose the person she did was because in the game before that, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, they'd all decided that they would all it's the, the bridge game and they would all move one step forward The point of the bridge game is the people that go first are more likely to fail, but it clears a path for the people later in the game. And instead, they decided everyone takes one step, so everyone has a 50-50 chance of getting across the bridge. Which is, I guess, if you all decide that it is a team, it's cool, but that's not how you have to play it. One person decided to say, no, I'm (laughs) going to let all of you go first, and then I'm (laughs) going to be fine. All right. So that was the person that then the next lady targeted, which is like, okay, fine, yeah. if we're gonna play some sort of moral high ground yeah. game, then she's the yeah. one that opted out first, so why not target her? But then but I, d-
0: I don't know. I don't really blame her for standing still because they said, Okay, we all agreed to this. Well the whole time she was very vocally like, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> like well, I don't agree to this.
2: <laughs> I felt very it felt very weird to me though, um, because we did see that happen on the bridge and because she made that choice, that other guy went home. Mm -hmm. like that because the other guy had already made his 50 50 shot and he had to do it again because she wouldn't go and then he ended up falling and he went home so the reason he was out of the game was because of her and and that's fine again it's a game it's for money Mm -hmm. who cares like i don't again i don't think that's a moral thing i think you're on Mm -hmm. a game show but like that was that happened i know that happened and then it was like later with we were all forgetting it everybody was like no, she did jump. What are you talking about? I felt very strange. I had a moment where I was like, I don't know what happened now. I feel like I'm being gaslit. This it really did happen. You, like It, it really it really, really... You
0: wonder, yeah, how much time they have between these things that like, I, I don't know how much time there was between the bridge and like the next game. Maybe it was like some long stretch of time where they, you know, had no semblance of day or night. And then they all kind of th- forgot what happened. And I
2: I, it was weird because I, I, to me, it looked like a very clear retaliation. Like, yeah. you wouldn't work as a team, so that guy went home, so I'm not going to work as a team to try to get you to go home. And again, I don't think there's any morality to it because it's a freaking game
1: show. Nobody's actually dying. Yeah. yeah. Well, and apparently, and this is like I, editing, I, uh, that uh, some contestants have said that actually the higher numbers, or the, yeah, the higher numbers tried very much to push back against the concept of this 50-50 mm. thing. That's mm-hmm. edited out. And also, uh, the, the people didn't actually fall through the floor. They cut and brought in like a stunt player <gasps> for each one. So Justin. that sec- yeah, that segment lasted forever. It took forever to film because they would cut and then bring in a stunt person and then move on.
2: I was wondering how they did that. Justin said that. He said, I bet those were stunt doubles. And I was like, no way. No way. Man, I can't believe he was right. That's crazy. Yeah.
1: Wow. Well, I mean, I guess they... Because you'd have to be... A, even if you're falling straight through, like, I guess you have to... You, you can't just do that to untrain.
2: <laughs> like, right. Just, yeah. That would be hard. That, that If you don't fall the right way. I mean, even if it's not very far and it's on a very soft surface, you could break your ankle or something. Well, yeah. Um, I want to I wanna talk more about the the players and the games themselves but before we do that let's check the group message uh so guys what i want to talk to you about this week is raycon um i have a problem where when i wear a lot of other brands of earbuds they you know they fall out of my ears i don't know maybe maybe my ears are differently shaped than the average person's um I love Raycon primarily because they never fall out of my ears. They are a comfortable, great fit. Um, optimized gel tips are responsible for this perfect in-ear fit. Um, and that's not the only reason to love Raycon, but I always like to start out with my personal my personal favorite reason. Because this has been a lifelong problem for me. Um, now, a lot of people are making big changes because it is the new year. And so it's a great time to, like, if you're going to, I don't know, get out and start running or something, or if, you, if you've if you got a new routine, a new hobby, a, a big commute, because maybe you're embarking on new adventures in the new year, um, you want to listen to music while you're doing it, or an audiobook, or maybe there's a podcast that you specifically love, like maybe ours. Um, and Raycon has everyday earbuds that are perfect, whatever your new adventures in the new year are, uh, to not just fit great in your ears, but give you eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life, so you don't have to worry about them. Running out while you're out, um, out on your on your daily trips, whether it's going to work or school or the gym or are on a new adventure, um, and they're also priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. So all that quality, uh, you don't have to sacrifice for for such a great deal. Um, so again, uh, they not only do they fit great, they have um, customizable sound profiles. Uh, they've got awareness mode. They've got noise isolation. Um, you know, I, I love for me, I doing when I'm doing a task, whether I'm doing work at home or like researching for a podcast or whatever I'm doing. I like to have music playing. Um, I like to I, I, I like to keep my brain busy. And so for me, I, I click on my questionable uh, playlist, as you all have pointed out. <laughs> And listen to music um, while I'm doing my work at home and I can block out all the other noise with the noise isolation and and they're just great. I can't I can't say enough about Raycon earbuds. So, Taylor, if our listeners want to check them out, what should they do?
1: They should go to buyraycon.com slash buffering today to get 15 percent off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's buyraycon.com slash buffering to score 15 percent off and free shipping. Once again, buyraycon.com slash Buffering.
2: Um, so I, uh, I liked that they, one thing that I liked about this as compared to like, you know, the, the show itself, I liked that they added in some new games so that we didn't know what they were all coming. Cause I was like, Mm -hmm. I thought it would be too predictable. Like, oh, well next they'll do tug of war and next they'll do this. And it was kind of cool to see that they, you know, like the battleship one, that was a really neat addition to it.
0: Well, especially because you saw everyone forming these teams mm-hmm. um, based on thinking it was going to be tug of war. So you see like all these alpha men, like forming their big strong boy team, like, oh, <laughs> we're going to win this is going to be easy. And then they all get in and it's battleship. And they're like, well, hmm, well, crap, this was not what we intended. Who Who is good at strategy games? Because I've never played battleship that, before. I don't know what this is. <laughs>
2: that the one player, um, B who like is apparently a battleship master <laughs> the one the woman with the greenish streaks in her hair yes oh, yes yeah. okay okay and she was like uh i've i've played battle uh, well warships is what they called it like however many hundreds of times and she was yeah. explaining strategy like Um, a lot of players will start to get nervous and start like throwing a bunch of like scattered shots towards the center of the board and so it's important to keep them on the periphery and like she had all this strategy ahead of time and I'm like man they're setting her up to fail like with that narrative in a reality show like when somebody's like I'm an expert at this I know exactly how to do this usually they they, that doesn't play out but she just decimated the other team Yeah, (laughs) at battleship she's just a pro at battleship I thought that was kind of cool
0: yeah 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 um i thought that was a very cool game and it did eliminate uh one of the most contentious players mm-hmm. um i want to say his number was like three two eight or something like that yeah I'm that forgetting
1: the the one of those uh, one of those big, alpha strong boys. alpha boy <laughs> yeah
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> who like was making a big stink about everybody in the in the dorm rooms and was no one liked him and i was like kicking people off of their team because they weren't strong enough when they thought it was going to be tug of war, and was like trying to curate this perfect strong team. Um, yeah, he got eliminated in Battleships, which I thought was pretty satisfying.
1: Yeah, well, that, I mean, he was one of the ones that was an instigator in the um, the the cookie game, right? Like, ah, uh, the I cookie game. I seen that one boy out with the with the umbrella. Like, for oh, as yeah. much as. Yeah. as fairness came in like leave it up to chance you know afterwards that that was not that that was just no we're gonna all scream at you and you're gonna take the umbrella and that poor guy like, crying <laughs> like ready to throw up he was I so know upset. oh my god okay but then you got everyone promised you're gonna spit on somebody else's cookie if <laughs> if needed <laughs> it's like that's not how the game works sorry guy.
0: <laughs> that is not gonna happen and also oh, I, was, god. I was losing my mind I had to look away that the amount of people that got eliminated because if you haven't seen it there are these the cookie game is like they they have this like honeycomb cookie and there's a shape that's like half pressed into it and you got to use a toothpick to like pick the shape all the way out without breaking it um and there are four different shapes and like the circle is obviously easier than the umbrella so the big debate was over who get the three easier ones and who gets the umbrella and each team well the person at the front of the line for each team not even really a team captain could go in and they would have to all agree on who would have what shapes the amount of people that died because they couldn't agree on what shape i was like come on guys especially after they watched it the first time happened a group of four people and they went in like what just take the umbrella just i know what do you mean i know i couldn't believe that i know what? Like you're all gonna spit on a cookie. Yeah. <laughs>
1: just go spit on an umbrella. I just like, like, de- I mean that I do understand bringing in some level of fairness just to get the decision made. Like rock, paper, yeah. scissor that stuff. Like, do draw yeah. straws. Make it so that we, no, uh, there's no debate that you're gonna have that's gonna decide mm-hmm. who gets the worst cookie.
0: <laughs> when they when they said let's have a race and you run <laughs> to the one you want and the person that started it was like like a little kid like one two three go and was already running. <laughs> you're on TV you think people are watching Uh,
1: like I don't know it's just a painful psychological experiment when you pull back and look at it all I don't know what it says about us as a species but please go on
2: (laughs) well and I and I thought like at first so they do red light green light first and you watch that that's when you realize that instead of them dying thank goodness they're not dying because we're not that dystopian yet um, yet, yet, uh, they have ink packs in their shirts that explode <laughs> when they quote black unquote, ink. Yeah, when they so they're die, very clearly not. Yet. Yeah, so it's not blood; it's ink. But like they, they're supposed to lay down as if they've been killed. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say there's a million ways that they could have had an elimination system that did not mimic someone being shot. Right. This was like, definitely meant to mimic people being shot. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but like they do that, and and I thought, oh my gosh, that's terrible! Like they shouldn't do that. And then in some of the games, they kind of moved away from it, mm-hmm. like that didn't happen.
1: They were just and removed, so then yeah. I thought,
2: well, maybe somebody realized like this is horrible, guys. Like this isn't fun. This isn't funny TV. Like we should this. Why did we do that? Let's not do that anymore. Let's take out that element. But then they came back, and so then I was like, okay, no, no, nobody ever said that because that was terrible to watch. Mm-hmm. Why would they do that? I
1: don't. I want I, I, like give them like a I don't know some sort of light indicator on like a wrist watch yeah, that it's goes not anything. off. Just it's. I mean, clearly it's like well, it's based on the show and they shot the people, so we have to make it look like we're shooting them. No, you don't. You don't actually.
2: No, That's we really disturbing. don't. And like, yeah, like
0: w- uh, no. I got. I got to share this because I know I shared it with you all, and I don't think it was on our show last time. I think it was after. Um, I watched this with our parents while I was home for break. And dad was watching that first episode. And the first time he saw those ink packs going off, he said, Wow, that's they're they have really good aim. And I just kind of sat (laughs) there looking at him, like, "What, What is he joking? I think he's joking. And then he said it again when more people started falling. And I said, Dad, what? How do you think that ink is getting under their sh- What do you think is happening? And he said, well, there's someone up there with a paintball gun, right?
1: Uh, I mean, at least he didn't think they were actually being shot, which is where I thought this yeah. was going.
0: <laughs> no, he didn't. He didn't think they were actually being shot, but he did think that that the ink that suddenly appears from underneath all of their shirts, it was someone sitting up above like the red light, green light girl, I guess, with a paintball gun, just like pew, pew, just pew, Just snipering them. When I told him they were ink packs, he sat there and looked at me like, what? What? Oh my and gosh. I said, yeah, I bet they just, that's why they all have numbers. I mean, it's for the game, but also like if someone hits that number when they're out and their ink pack goes off. like <laughs> No I one's was, shooting anything.
2: <sighs> I, I did appreciate that there were elements of skill introduced. Um, <laughs> I really liked uh, towards the very end when they did whatever they called their Heads Up 7-Up.
0: Oh, the circle of
2: the circle of trust is yeah. yeah yeah the circle of trust yeah it was basically heads up seven up yeah <laughs> um they uh the ability of both my and phil to know who tapped them
0: was yeah
2: incredible like really smart
0: well and Mai had a good strategy which again i saw people criticizing her for being like very like cold and like not you know not caring about other people in the game she won so you know it worked Um, yeah but she picked someone who she thought she was closest to Mm -hmm. to put it on and it worked because that guy was like oh she wouldn't do that to me she wouldn't she wouldn't try to eliminate me but obviously that's what you're gonna do you're gonna put it on the you know the you're gonna eliminate someone who wouldn't guess you yeah yeah
2: no, i thought that was that's just i mean you're trying to win a game like it's not yeah. i mean again like the the idea of introducing this like teamwork stuff like this stress on like looking out for each other it's like we, but which, you can't
0: they kept mentioning like it was important in the show which it was to a certain extent because again people were dying in the real show and people were like killing other people in the dorms at night in their sleep in the mm-hmm. real show so, like, having a, a team of people to protect you or, like, work with you was important because, again, people were dying. Um, but that's not, that's not an element of this game. I
1: don't... I mean, I think it's... There's so many layers to this that I, I, it's all distressing. But the need to show yourself as a good person on this show became an element and i think that's yeah. cuz it's not happening in a vacuum everybody on this knows they're going to be viewed and they're going to be edited and that's a thing we i think it took a couple a decade or so of reality tv for people to fully understand that you're going to be held accountable for how you present yourself on these things mm-hmm. that there's a mm-hmm. secondary punishment that will be social media so i don't know and i i don't know if it's also cuz like the way the way that my one is one, she was very smart. She brought a lot of skills mm-hmm. to the table, but also people felt a need that if they, like, if I'm going to lose, I'm going to protect her because it felt mm-hmm. like yeah. the right thing to do. This is an old woman, you know, that's a, that's a good, wholesome person to protect and push forward. And she took advantage of that. Again, excellent mm-hmm. player, deserved to win. Mm-hmm. But it was yeah. weird that, like, everyone centered around her is like, okay, fine, if I can't win, you're going to win because that's the good yeah. and right choice. Like, yeah. I don't know, like, what? It worked in her favor, but that is an interesting thing. Like put in a put in this pressure cooker. That's what we decide to do.
2: Well, and I think it's it's it would be interesting to see. I mean, they they allude at the end of it that they're going to keep doing it, right? Like yeah. That they're going to do more seasons of this, and so it's interesting how this will evolve. Kind of like watching we've watched Survivor since the very beginning, and the game has evolved because of players' awareness of the game. Like, Mm -hmm. watching other seasons, things are different now. There are people doing things they never would have done in the first season, and vice versa. Um, It'll be interesting to see how it evolves, because there's very much this sort of, like, I'm going to, when they have the tests, when you can just send people home based on nothing. Just based on, like, who you want to send home. Mm -hmm. I, I do think there were a lot of, like, I don't like that person, or I'm just not close to that person, so I'll send them home. You know, and it took a while to start thinking through, like, maybe I should send home somebody who's a threat in some way, Mm. you know, and it'll be interesting to see another season where people are going to come in thinking, no, you got to send the threats home. I don't care if Mm -hmm. I like them or I'm close to them. If I think they have a better shot at winning than me, that's who you got to send home. I mean, I assume that the game will start to evolve in that direction, but I don't know. Yeah. yeah,
1: well, but then then you invite people seeking revenge on you. That's when I felt like the safest yeah. eliminations were the people that said, "I don't know you." Mm-hmm. So it's nothing personal, I just don't know you, which again is also mm-hmm. like that whether than eliminating someone you know and maybe got a bad impression of, the most diplomatic elimination is just someone that you can say I have no judgment on you as a person because we've never spoken. Mm-hmm. So I can send you s-. Those were the those were the eliminations that didn't yeah. have like repercussions from them. Which also eliminates a common reality show strategy, which is kind of being invisible. Like if you're too invisible, people will target you because they don't know you.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And nobody will be mad at you. Like if they have no friends, there's nobody to be mad at you when they're gone.
1: Right.
0: I gotta say, I think the wildest elimination, though, that I was kind of surprised they did because as it was happening the way it was, I was like, well, yeah, of course, it's what's going to happen, is when everyone could go up and vote. On a person and the people who got the three people who got the most votes would go home but the first time you voted for someone their face would appear up on the screen in front of everybody so it was anonymous if you voted for someone who'd already been voted for but it wasn't if you voted for someone new so of course after three people had been voted on for the first time everyone just voted for those three people because they weren't going to call out someone new Mm -hmm. and i was kind of surprised they did that because like of course that's what's going to happen of course, there are going to be three people who are going to be willing to take that hit and put up someone's face for the first mm-hmm. time. And after that, no one is going to do that because they don't have to. Like, of course, that is what is going to happen.
2: I thought it was funny that the mom yeah. wanted to eliminate <laughs> the guy who was rude to her.
0: It was very mom-like. She was like, he's just not very nice. <laughs> he was rude. I'm going to
2: eliminate him. <laughs> I,
1: what I was that. Gonna say that that
2: mom and son playing marbles. Oh, oh man.
1: I just like that the mom was like, "No, I, I, I do want to beat my son. I do want yeah. to win." <laughs>
0: it's like she was not she said, okay. Other losing. parents would let, yeah. She said other parents would let their kids win. I'm not just gonna let him win
1: that's a very dad situation
0: i I know that's
2: what i was saying 100 percent, i would let my kids win i looked at charlie and cooper watched some of it with us and i looked at them at that point and i said i want you both to know that i would absolutely let you win i would absolutely let you win i would never beat you in a game of marbles on squid game
1: not not only would dad beat you he would make sure that you play the sportier version of the the marbles game like it's not going to be chance you got to get it in the in the pot you got to get it in the hole
0: has gotta make playing. baskets we're playing basketball with like marbles. The,
1: the one guy that would not decide on a format for the game so he yes. just let both him and the other girl get eliminated like and then uh,
2: she got it in first and that should have been the end of it man all right. Ugh. see and that that is it's a good point because like i thought like man that guy genuinely seems like a jerk like i am watching this thinking like uh, that guy's a jerk and i know i'm not the only one who thought that Mm-hmm. And then he went off into the real world after this televised reality competition. Like, yeah. I mean, although you do need to think about that.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, the one guy who uh, got eliminated on Battleship that we had talked about, who a lot of people didn't like, um, he now, and it's really interesting that all the people who were like uh, featured now have changed their social media presence to like their number on the game and like their profile pictures on their social medias are like their promo shots from the from the show um that guy i have seen him live on tiktok just scrolling through my for you page so many times with thousands of people watching him um and so i also the son of the mother and son team i've seen him a lot Mm. so like even the people that were quote-unquote villains because they were featured and because they were like contentious characters that everyone was talking about now I I would assume are making at least some money off of just being that character and that number on social media oh um, yeah well, I, crazy. I,
2: there were a lot of younger people on there who I assume were looking for like an influencer kind of thing after this
1: yeah well that's I think that's part of why not not to say that I don't think in an actual life or death situation people wouldn't try to help each other out. I would like to think that we would. I mm-hmm. don't know. But I think that's where the sort of playing the moral game really came in. It's like, it's not just, I don't want to be harassed when I get off the show. It's, mm-hmm. I'm going to soft launch my influencer career when I get off this show. So I need to make it far enough and look good and kind enough that mm-hmm. then I can do that. And that's, again, just a different game. Some people were playing well, a different game. Yep.
0: And that son did that. He has made like a whole... Social media personality.
2: Yeah. It, I, this is why I wouldn't be good on a show like this. I mean, one, it would be hard for me to be mean and ruthless. Like, I wouldn't. I mean, I like, I'm competitive. I like to win things, but if I saw people sad or like having a rough time, it'd be really, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be good at that. Um, but also, the other half of it, where like the group is up doing like a TikTok dance together. Yeah. <laughs> and like, if you want to be part of the group, you better go look like you're having fun and joining in and just vibing. I, I'd be like, I don't want to do any of that. I'm yeah. not me. I don't want to vibe with you. <laughs> I mean, that's, like... <laughs> I don't, I don't vibe. That's not my scene. <laughs>
1: I, I know she was painted as a villain in the bridge game it was Ashley was that her name
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and I and it, that's just how you know the editing manipulates ma- manipulates you I was definitely against her in the bridge game but then afterwards yeah. when she was kind of explaining herself she was like I don't know. We've only been in here for, you know, for so long. Like, I, all these people telling each other they love each other and acting like they've known each other. Mm-hmm. That's not, I'm sorry, I'm here for a game. I was like, you know what, that's, I wouldn't make it because that's how I would look at it. Like, I don't know these yeah. people. Like, I'm, I'm here to win life-changing money. Like, I'll be nice. I'm a nice person. I don't know you. I don't love you. Yeah. That's weird to no. say that. That's weirder I- than me doing what I'm doing.
2: Yeah. I've I've thought the same thing I would not I've thought it before because the only show I'd ever like I love Survivor and I thought would I ever go on Survivor I couldn't because I I don't have the ability to form those kinds of like like really like I love you bonds with people instantly like I I would be nice and care about everybody but I don't I don't love you I just met (laughs) you I don't
0: love you we're on a game show together (laughs) yeah when they did the cookie game and that one guy got it right at the last minute and turned around and looked at his friend who didn't get it and was laying there fake dead on the ground and said, I love you. I did this for you. I was <laughs> like, oh,
1: what? <laughs> that See, was like, like that, the third you know, game. She's not like,
0: dead, right? Like, yeah. you know she's not dead.
2: That's like the, but that's the result of like, I mean, it really is. That's, how you, that's when you torture people. When you mess with their brains when I they don't. don't know, like you're controlling their sleep their food, their ability to, like, clean themselves. Like, I'm sure they're only set hours for showers and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like, it, it, when you're manipulating people's, like, when you're controlling them, a high-control environment is what that is, then they're going to behave weird. They're going to act weird.
1: Well, uh, I also think, you know, if you, if you picked a cast of people that are middle class, upper middle class, people that are comfortable in their lives, they just would love that money because then they, you know would be able to do a bunch of cool stuff with it. Like, that would be a very different show. When you purposely pick people that have horrible reasons that they need a bunch of money, they're coming in. It's not just, man, this would be fun. I could live in a castle. It's, man, this is the only way I can get the treatment I need or Mm -hmm. buy myself out of uh, insane debt. And that's the reality element that they kind of, like, you kind of forget it as you go through it. Like, this, it's... These people are, are desperate. They don't need $4.5 yeah. $4. million, but they need help. And they came yeah. on this show to, to get it. And that's kind of the, that's the part that turns me off on it. Like if they picked a bunch yeah. of people that are like, yeah, I don't know, I'll spend the rest of my life traveling the world or, you know, I'll buy yeah. 82 cars. Like, all right, mm-hmm. fine, whatever. These are people that had really legit reasons to have the money. And that, that's kind of an, another thing that I think impacts the, the mentality of these people.
2: It, yeah. it reminds me of we used to do these hunger banquets where you would show the disproportionate resources in the world to like a group of like school kids or whatever by dividing them into like the 1% versus the, you know, the middle class versus the, you know, people who are living in poverty. And you would show how many people have to split this tiny amount of like whatever you're using, rice or Cheerios or whatever, mm-hmm. versus how many, how few people are getting, you know, all the boxes of Cheerios to like demonstrate that how unevenly you know resources are distributed in the world and what was always interesting to me when we would do this is that the people who got the least were the most likely to share with each other and the people who had the most typically didn't Mm -hmm. and I think that that's kind of what you're seeing here too is you've got a lot of people who are used to like nobody's looking out for us so we got to look out for each other and that's hard to watch too I don't know. I would vote like let's not get people who are in desperate circumstances next time, so I don't yeah. have to worry about them all so
1: much. Well, that's like some of the people that like got in at, got on each other about like you're just having a sympathy story now, and it's like that's that's you're playing the sympathy card. Yeah, it's like, you all were you were cast because you have a sympathy card. You, mm-hmm. you all yeah. have one. That's the point of this. It's awful, but it is it is there.
0: Yeah. Um, I gotta ask because Sydney, you mentioned you do Survivor, Taylor. If you could if you thought you could do any reality show or like I, I don't know, Cindy, do you think you could win survivors? Like what do no. you think you could win? Just I don't you think do? I could ever
2: I don't think I could win any reality show, but I, I would except for I've I've often said that if Dad and I went on the Amazing Race, I do think we'd win. <laughs> That'd be scary. I think we might die at the end. I think we might yeah. collapse across the finish line in exhaustion and die. But I I do think we might be able to win. Hey are there any reality
0: shows that you think you could do?
1: Um, I think I could do Nailed It because it's goofy mm. and there's low stakes. Like, the po- you come in with the supposition, I'm bad at things. And I'm, I'm that, that would be great for me. That's a good one. Uh, yes, it is a good one. The only other one that I like, I don't have the skills for it, but they're adjacent to skills I have. So if I ever upped my skills in that department, I like, I don't even think it's on anymore, Face Off. Because... Even though it's competitive, everybody's really nice to each other and really respectful. And I like that. A lot of reality shows have started out as nice and respectful and then they drive up the drama and face off at some point said, no, our whole thing is that it's people are nice to each other. They help each other out. They're just help each other. Yeah. Because the the goal, I think, of everybody that they cast on that show is like we're artists and we want to see the best art on the stage. I don't want to win because somebody else, you know, had a bad Break during sure. their process. I want to win yeah. because I'm the best artist, and I like that. So I don't. That's those are yeah. the only two shows that, that don't stress me out. Yeah. What about you?
0: Oh, I I plan to be on Big Brother. Oh <laughs> yes. God. I, I knew this about you, Riley.
2: I knew you wanted to be on I, Big Brother.
0: This is my camp. This is my start of my public campaign. It's my plan to pay back my law school debt. Um, I just I feel like I could do it. I don't know. I feel like I could do it. Are you not
1: terrified of like? social perception
0: well you know i think i think that i could do just good enough in making just enough connections that are like mm. the slightest bit real like i don't think i could make like fake like friend connections with everybody i don't have that ability but i think i can make just enough with the right people that i can get myself close to the end and i'm not the most physically adept person but i do think the competition's there are at least like of a skill level that i could like I couldn't do Survivor. I could not. I could not do the physical competitions oh. on Survivor. But I think Big Brother, I at least would have a chance of like not winning most of them but doing okay. Yeah, I and would And the mental I, comps I would I would be able to do, I think.
2: Uh, I get that. I mean, if I were going to ever go on Survivor, I would like spend an entire year doing I don't know, what do people do? CrossFit, something. Something to get like super strong and those like, competitions, better. Endurance. I would be done within like 30 yeah. seconds. I, I would Survivor. have to I mean, I'd uh, have no chance. I would really have to improve my fitness. And then I would like take like some survivalist courses to like learn how to build shelters and mm. fires and stuff. Like fire. like, yeah. I, yeah. I'd want to come in knowing all that stuff before I ever went on Survivor. So.
1: Yeah. I I feel like on a show like that, I could make it decently far. I mean, with similar, like I'd have to prep. But like I'm I'm pretty sturdy. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty fit. And I'm yeah. good. I work in the service industry. I'm a good team player. I'm good at taking care of people. In a way that makes them feel nice, but I would never mm-hmm. win because at the end of the day, like it's another skill set you need to be endearing yourself to people the whole way in such a way that you're the person they choose.
2: <laughs> it's the it's the manipulative stuff. I couldn't do that. I, I'm not good at it. I wouldn't. You know, I, I just. W- it's. I'm not even saying like I'm so nice. I'm just saying I'm not very good at at thinking that way. Like, how can I manipulate people to I don't to trust me and love me? But also, I am gonna trick them, I, I couldn't do it.
1: Uh, is it manipulative? I don't know. I feel like there are a lot of seasons of Survivor I've watched where I'm like, that's the person that should have won. And I mean, maybe yeah. that's you're manipulating mm-hmm. the audience, too. Like, I I walked away from Squid Game thinking, my, is who should have won. I'm that yeah. That is a winner I'm satisfied with. I feel that way. But maybe that was, she was playing that game. She somehow... Yeah. I mean, she was brilliant with all of her training. She had like, what, military training on how to properly mm-hmm. read people? And she used it because it's not just yeah. the people in the game she manipulated. The whole audience was like, yep, yeah, good. Good for her. Good That's for her. the winner. She deserved it. Yeah.
0: See, I've watched enough Big Brother. I know that everyone's doing it all the time that I would be okay with manipulating people if I had to because I know that it'd be happening to me as well. Yeah. Like. That people yeah. that go on Big Brother aren't like the ones on Squid Games, where like they need this money to survive. They're all they're all like the kind of people you're talking about, where like oh, it'd be nice to have this money. Like it would it would make my life fun. So I'd be I'd be okay with that because everyone be doing it to me too. Uh,
1: you know, but isn't that interesting that maybe each game just develop develops its own strategy because we've talked so much about the Circle, which is mm. sort of like Big Brother except for the yeah. whole way you win the Circle is by being authentic. If people yeah. think you're being manipulative or fake, you lose oh, yeah. the circle yeah I don't, well, it's, maybe it's just from how seasons have progressed mm-hmm. establishes that's an unspoken set of rules it does
2: yeah the game yeah. the game evolves as people watch it, and that's why survivor's so dense now is because it's been around so long and there are people yeah. who like have watched it their entire lives who are now on it, yeah, you know, who grew up with it and and now they're on it and and that's a weird energy,
0: yeah.
1: Spent their whole well, life well. preparing. <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean, literally. They. I mean, some of them say that. I don't know if it's true. Yeah. But
1: when are we going to get a Hunger Games reality show? And is that the the final late stage capitalism uh, moment? I was going to say. It seems like we're getting close.
0: <laughs> It'll happen. Well, thank I, you all uh, for watching Squid Games. Uh, I was, yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. my it's soul,
1: but I enjoy it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's an entertaining watch. it We'll probably watch the next season. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, Sid, what's next?
2: Um, for some reason, TikTok has been showing me clips from Romy and Michelle's high school reunion uh, nonstop. So let's watch that. Cause, all, right. Uh, all right. Yeah. I feel like that I've was... I've never a, seen it. I, th- I think you'll like it. It's funny. It's kind of an iconic movie from our, from our time. I'm excited. Um, well, thank you, Riley. Uh, we all enjoyed Squid Game's The Challenge. By the way, <laughs> if it was not clear, we are not talking about the original Squid Game's. <laughs> We are talking about Squid Games, The Challenge, the <laughs> reality TV show based on Squid Games. Yes. They're, they were both on Netflix, I think, so yeah. I can yeah. see where that would be confusing. Yeah. Um, but thank you, listeners. You should uh, go to MaximumFun.org. Check out all the other great podcasts that you would enjoy. Um, you can email us at stillbuffering@maximumfun.org And thank you to the novellas for our theme song, Baby Change Mind.
0: This has been your cross-generational guide to the culture that made us. I'm Riley Smurl. I'm Cindy McRoy.
1: And I'm Taylor Smurl.
0: I am still buffering.
1: And And I am too.
2: The girls now walk around occasionally doing that music. Oh, that's terrifying. (laughs) I know it's so scary.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I want to hear that.
2: No, No. it's very scary. Yeah. Hello. Welcome, everyone. Step
1: right up. We're going to heal you. We are the healers, Ross and Carrie. Yes,
2: yes. You there. You look like you're upset. Come up here.
1: Yes, you are healed because you've listened to our podcast.
2: Yes.
1: Have you been having trouble with demons?
2: Are you sleeping too much? Too little? Just right?
1: We have the solution. It is to listen to Oh oh No, Ross and and Carrie. Carrie.
2: A show where we examine unusual claims.
1: We show up so you don't have to. Find us on MaximumFun.org.
2: We won't actually heal you. MaximumFun.org.
1: Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.